0: Aloha, Maika Cole. Welcome, everyone, to Bumbai We Learn. Bumbai is a Hawaiian pidgin English word for later or some other time. This podcast is about lessons learned from our mistakes, our failures, and just our overall experiences in life that helps us get better at things and move forward. But to start, I have a question for you Why don't we try sometimes? Or for my childhood buddies, Why not try? One of the lessons I think that we need to learn is to try. Failure or loss is a part of a process in learning. we can do and what we shouldn't be doing is important information in helping us move forward. If we try to make a decision with no information, we're just guessing. And depending on our luck, we may make a good decision or a bad one but when we don't have any information to go on, we have a tendency to make mistakes or bad decisions. But there is information on what we can do to move forward. Today on Bombay We Learn, I talk about lessons learned from overcoming that fear of making mistakes. So please join me, your humble host, Harley Mattos, as we get together and share stories of our success, our failures, and just overall lessons in life so that Bombay. we learn. When I start thinking about people talking on why we don't try, it's because we don't want to fail. And when I think about why we don't want to fail, is we don't learn from our lessons. We don't understand that. The story that comes to mind is Thomas Edison. And there may be a lot of different variations out there, whether it was 10,000, 2,000, or 1,000 ways. But the story goes, when asked about all the failures, a 1,000 failures, when trying to make the light bulb filament, Thomas Edison mentioned, I didn't have a 1,000 failures. I just learned a 1,000 ways not to make a filament for my light bulb. Now, this was something interesting. As we look at a challenge in our lessons learned is that, I didn't make a mistake. I learned not to do it this way. And so by learning not to do something this way, I've gained knowledge. And knowledge helps me move things forward. Because without that knowledge, I wouldn't know. So for me personally, one of the things, and you may have done this as part of a change management class you went on as part of your employer's workshops. But we had this exercise at a retreat for our company I used to work for. And it was called beeping squares. This exercise, there were two sets of, and I guess the easiest way to explain it is a chessboard type of mat that's put on the floor. And we divide ourselves up into teams. And the goal is to get from one side of the board to the other side of the board without stepping on a square that makes a beeping sound. So you don't know what tile is going to beep, but... You step on a square, if it's clear, you get to move forward the next step. But if you hit a square with a beeping sound, then you have to get back in line and start again. The goal is to get your entire team across the other side without any beeping squares. The first time I played this, I was new to the company. I was uh, just onboarded as a manager, and they happened to have these change management retreats going on, so I was asked to attend with members of my department. And one of the things that I learned was watching the personalities of the people who were a part of my team. So for me, it was very valuable to learn this. One of the members of my department was a longtime employee of the company, She had been there for 25 plus years. And Connie was great. She helped coordinate our schedules, make sure things ran on time. She had a book that said what would be done when and what the procedures were, what steps were there. So she was very organized and gained from a lot of those experiences on what to do when. But when it came to going on to a beeping square challenge to step on the board and to go to a place where I didn't know where to step next, (laughs) Connie froze. She was wonderful. She was having this excitement. You can see that there's this rush that she's going on, but she didn't know what to do next, and she was afraid to move anywhere and just froze. Even with other encouragement for her team to say, just try something, it was difficult for her to overcome that anxiety of making a mistake. After we went through the exercise one time, we actually got to talk about lessons learned. And one of the things that was put on us for the second time around was a time clock. And we would say, we have this project deadline. And so now we need to not only learn from what we did the next time, but we also had the competing team and a clock to beat. But this made it important. So the responsibility and instructions that we learned was Make mistakes fast. The faster we can make a mistake, the faster we can learn from them. And this was something that we kind of drilled and we made sure we were all together, we all rallied behind, and we actually had time to calm down and to talk about this and have an understanding that it was okay to make a mistake. This is something that somebody who manages large systems and does payroll and does these processing, we don't get to make mistakes. So for us in this particular exercise, to have a lesson where we were able to make a mistake and learn from it, sometimes, for some of us, it was difficult. But we did get through it. We actually did learn that lesson that, one, a beeping square is information. And the faster that we get that information, the faster we can use it in the process to figure out what is the correct path and to get the rest of the team across from the other end. Uh, it was an interesting conversation to have afterwards as we reflected and say, what are things that we can and can't make mistakes on? Because there are definitely things that have cost to making mistakes. But there are opportunities to say, we can learn from these things, and so let's do that. So that's actually something I want to go more into, is uh, talk about why, when we are in a situation that we can afford to learn from our mistakes, that we don't. We freeze. But before we do that, I'd like to take a time out real quickly. Today, I'd like to talk about our sponsors MC Coaching and Training. MC Coaching and Training is an independent certified coach, teacher, and speaker with the John Maxwell team and is here to help you and your organization on the path of professional and personal growth and leadership development. They provide personal and professional coaching keynote speaking engagements, and workshops in such areas as becoming a better communicator, a person of influence, and a team player. Join MC Coaching and Training in a series of hui manao, or Mastermind Discussion Sessions, on topics including developing your leadership, reviewing leadership success stories, and how to work towards real success and growth go to www.mccoachingandtraining.com events for details on how to register for an event or to reach out to them to start on your journey of personal and professional growth. Here at Bombay, we learn, we would like to say mahalo to MC Coaching and Training for sponsoring today's cast. MC Coaching and Training is a DBA company of Matos Consulting, LLC. Okay, I get it we don't like to lose. Losing sucks, and it can be hard, so it's natural for us to try and avoid it. I don't know if you've ever been part of a team, but I'm sure you've heard some coach somewhere out there, or, or saw something on TV or in the movies, or in a locker room yourself, where a coach would give the motivational line that the only way to guarantee your loss is to not try. And I understand that. I get it. It's sometimes easier when you know you're not going to win to not even bother trying. There's a lesson out there. In order for us to grow, we have to extend ourselves outside of our comfort zone. And part of that comfort zone is doing things that we know are hard or are challenging, things that we know we might fail in. But that's how we get better. That's how we grow, is by understanding we need to do things outside of the things that make us comfortable. And you know what? After you try something, there's a point in time where you start getting used to it and it becomes a part of your comfort zone. Your comfort zone expands. To put this in something near and dear to my heart or rather my stomach, if I see different types of food And being here in the islands, I am extremely lucky to have different types of ethnicity foods here to eat. Though if I didn't try to go outside of my comfort zones of the things that I know I like to eat, I would never know what's out there. I would never know the different flavors that are just, oh no, just delicious. And I know I would never have known these things if I stayed in my comfort zone. Now, to put it simple, speaking of food, it's one thing versus something that may you know, challenge you as far as your employment or your relationships. But that is part of getting outside your comfort zone is we need to try. So we need to take that excuse off the table. And I understand we don't want to make mistakes. We are, we're tired or we're competing against somebody. We compare ourselves to them and we see how perfect they are. Or the timing isn't always right. But, you know, these are just excuses. We need to try because doing so is the essence of turning experiences, regardless of the outcomes, into lessons. We need to try because we're not going to gain any experiences from doing nothing. You're not getting any knowledge from just sitting there and not trying we must have that conversation with ourselves. We must talk with ourselves internally to understand that there's a value. We have to motivate ourselves. One of the interesting things as I talk about this, I hear John Maxwell talking about leadership. And one of the things that John Maxwell says is that one of the hardest people to lead is yourself. So understanding that, because you know how to talk yourself out of doing something, but you also know how to motivate yourself. And that's the hard discussion that we must have. We must learn to lead ourselves. We must motivate ourselves. We need to understand that the first thing we need to do is that we need to talk to ourselves and motivate ourselves to do something to try to move forward. One of the first things we need to understand is that we need to drill into us that this is a by We Learn mentality is that mistakes are lessons. They're not losses. Yes, there may be a tally on a scoreboard, and you know the win-loss columns. It's going to count as a loss. But there are lessons to be learned to get us to become better. There are things that motivate us and drive us to get better. These are the most important things that we need to talk to ourselves about. What we need to do to motivate ourselves to move forward. So we got to try. We have to do something. And that's where we talk about turning losses into gains. It's not a total loss if we learn something from it. You know, if we're talking about sports, we realize that if we try this particular move against this particular defense, we're going to get this potential result. We learn that from the experience of seeing that in practice or when we competed against an opponent before. If we're talking about an approach while doing a a project for work, we go down this path upon a decision that was made, we find out that it may not have been the right way to do that. But we learn from that lesson the next time. They make ourselves better in project management by learning these lessons. For those who participate in projects, One of the last things that a good project manager should be doing before closing out the project is to host a meeting for lessons learned. They should, or actually the project team should, be talking about what worked, what didn't work, and what they can do better next time. That's a part of the process. We understand that part of the project is to gain experiences so that we do something better next time. If we understand that losing gives us opportunity, and we use that opportunity to look back and reflect, we can see that it's important to reflect and to talk about that what-if moment. But I do caution this what-if scenario is not to bash ourselves into saying, I should have done things differently, it was my fault. That is not the purpose of this reflection. The purpose of the reflection is to look at things from a perspective of what can I learn from it? What are things that I can gain from this experience as I move myself forward? One of the things I've talked about with others in coaching them on how to overcome their fears while speaking is first. It's to practice, practice, and practice. But particularly to practice where you can make your mistakes. Practicing is a a moment in time where we can actually go through scenarios and gain from our experiences on, on doing certain things. Practice is where, you know, we learn to get better. Some of you have also heard coaches say, practice on how you're going to perform. Practice on how you're going to do this. And this is a way to get into that mindset of this is how I'm going to actually you know run this race or how am I going to drive the ball or how am I going to give this speech but in practicing we can reflect on how things are going to happen and we visualize we see in our mind's eye what we're going to do and how people are going to react we are meditating on what we're going to do next This process of visualization helps us see things to get ready for them so that when we are actually performing and doing something, we can avoid those mental mistakes we've made while we were practicing. The opportunity to learn is when we reflect. If we don't reflect, if we don't have the lessons learned, we're bound to repeat them. You've heard those who don't learn from history are bound to repeat them. It's because they haven't spent the time reflecting on it. They didn't look backwards to see what happened or why things happened. And this is part of that visualizing the what-if scenarios, thinking about what would be different if I did this versus that. We know what happens when I go down this path. If I failed already, I know this is what's going to happen if I do this. But understanding this happened because of these variables, and if these variables were different, then this would be successful, or maybe I should take another path. These are things that we learn from reflecting on our experiences. But there's a quote here I need to say to help us understand something, and that is, we only learn what we are ready to learn. If we don't take the time to look back on our experiences, that we've just gone through as part of a learning process, we can limit what we gain from it. We only can learn what we're ready to learn, though. If I'm not willing or at a level of experience, it's going to be difficult the first several times to pull from those experiences while I reflect. I have to keep trying and building on those lessons or looking back again and again to see if there's something new I can learn or something I can build upon that wasn't there the first time I reflected on a moment. Think about it this way. When we watch a movie for the second, third, or fourth time, we see things that we didn't see the first time. We get a much deeper understanding of the movie each time we watch it. We build upon what we know from our previous times of watching the movie. This is the same with our experiences. Each time we build upon it or we look for things that we didn't see the first time, and that's using our experiences and looking at things differently each time that helps us to grow. So that will be my question for you. Are you ready to learn? Are you ready to take some time to reflect on your successes and your failures and have that lessons learned meeting with yourself to reflect and understand what you could have done to get better? Or is there a lesson to be learned from that experience or conversations you just had with somebody? It is one of the things we need to do to ask ourselves, are we ready to learn? So... Are you ready to find new ways on how not to make a light bulb like Edison? And are you brave enough to step on that peeping square? Well, that concludes another episode of Bombay We Learn. You do have options on where you spend your time, and I'm blessed that you have shared some of your precious time with me today and letting me share my manao, my thoughts, with you so that Bombay We Learn. Mahalo. <coughs> John Bartman for performance of just having a beatbox.